Hey there, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Web Slingers Podcast. This is the one and only show where we talk about all things Spider-Man and the Marvel Universe. And, of course, we did not have an episode of the Web Slingers Podcast uh, last week. I do apologize for that. Scheduling happened. There's just I couldn't make it happen last week, so it just, just never happened. So, uh, But, thankfully, we're able to get one in this week because this week we're celebrating a special... Um, anniversary um uh it now of course w- when i say at the beginning of the show that the web streams podcast is the show where we talk about all things spider-man and the marvel universe even though the title is very spider-man specific we don't just talk about spider-man we talk about everything Marvel-related, Marvel properties, you know, that that means the MCU, movies that are outside of the MCU. And we got, um, we have a special one here. We have a special one, because uh, we got a, like I said, we have a, uh, um, there's a little movie that is celebrating five, it's five-year anniversary, and that movie is the uh, X-Men film Logan, Logan celebrates five years it has been yes it's hard to believe it's been five years since that movie came out um honestly i (laughs) I didn't even i didn't even think it was already five five years old but it is um and yeah um look this is a movie that i've loved if you guys have followed me for any period of time you guys know i love this movie and i can't wait to, to to talk about it again um and now and now this gives me the perfect time to talk about it in a podcast form since you know i don't have any of my movie reviews for logan so this is kind of me kind of doing my own little thing here and we are going to talk about logan here on this week's episode um and uh, but before I, we get into any of that, I want to do a couple of housekeeping reminders. Uh, make sure you guys go and subscribe to the podcast feed if you haven't done so already. Go and subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast feed wherever you get your podcast. You can wherever you get your podcast, you can find the Zeke Setso Show on all different podcasting uh, sites on s- about seven different platforms. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yep, seven different platforms. Uh, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and you can also find it on Spotify. So, let's go ahead and let's, uh, let's, uh, oh, and also, I can't believe I almost forgot. Don't forget to subscribe to the Zeke Said So YouTube channel, because uh, not, o- not only are you going to get full episodes of the podcast on here, but I'm going to start clipping out shows from the podcast to put onto uh, the uh, to put right here um, uh, on the YouTube channel. So you guys are definitely going to want to go and subscri- subscribe to the YouTube channel, share the YouTube channel. Um, in fact, actually, I put up a, a little sneak peek to this upcoming week's episode of the uh, of the Zeke Setzel Show. Definitely go check out my thoughts on the Batman. Uh, I gave my thoughts. Uh, you'll you'll see the review that same review that I put on YouTube. You will hear it on the on the podcast on the Zeke Setzo show. Um, but uh, definitely go and do that. Definitely subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, check out the Zeke Setzo website. Go to zekesetso dot wordpress dot com. That's where you'll find other news in regards to Zeke Setzo. And if you want to stay uh, keep up with me, definitely go s- follow me on all my social media. Uh, Zeke's at Zeke Setzo on Instagram and at Zeke Setzo on Twitter. All right. With all of that out of the way, with all of that out of the way, let's go ahead. And let's talk about Logan. Let's go ahead. Uh, let's let's uh, take let's uh, uh, take the quantum tunnel. Let's let's go to the Avengers uh, compound. Uh, use the quantum tunnel, and let's go back in time and let's take a look at at 2017's Logan. So Logan, it was released on March 3rd, 2017. Uh, it was co-written and directed by James Mangold, uh, from who made films like 310 to Yuma, Ford, Ford v. Ferrari, Night and Day, whatever, all those other films, um, Walk the Line. 
uh, and he uh, and and it stars the actors. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's sorry guys, I'm reading my notes here. Uh, it stars Hugh Jackman, Patrick Stewart, Daphne King, Boyd Holbrook, Stephen Merchant, and Richard E. Grant. And uh, yeah, it, it it celebrates five years. It it's hard to like I said earlier, guys. It is really hard to believe that this movie's already five years old. I feel like feel like we haven't even reached reached that period yet but here we are 2022 and this movie came out in 2017 it's crazy um um and of course this film uh made kind of a big impact for being rated r it was the second i mean i yes technically blade kind of hit the scene first as being a rated r comic book movie but in this modern time, this was kind of the one that came after Deadpool. That you know, Deadpool, of course, proved that you can do rated R comic book movies, and this came right after that. So yeah, um, and I'm gonna break this up into three sections. I'm gonna talk about my memory. I'm gonna talk about my memories of the of the movie. Um, just share some of my memories and the things I've experienced with this and my experiences with this movie. Um, and then I'm gonna give you my in depth thoughts on the movie. And then I'm going to share a personal story that, that essentially I'm going to share with you guys the impact that this movie, that this one movie has had on my, on my personal life. Cause it ha it, it does have an impact and we'll get into that in a second. But first let me talk about my memories of Logan. I remember when they first announced, uh, the Wolverine, when they first announced a third Wolverine film and it was going to be directed by the same guy who did the Wolverine, um, I remember being a little bit hesitant by it because not that I, I didn't hate the Wolverine, but I thought it was, I thought it was good, not great. Um, but I, I didn't love it and I wanted to love it. And there was just, for me, in my opinion, there was just something missing. Um, I don't know what it was about that movie, but I feel like there was just something missing that made me just not love it. I wanted, to, like I said, I wanted to love it, but I, but I, I liked it, and I was slightly disappointed by um, the Wolverine. But then came the announcement that this movie was going to have an R rating, and it was going to be uh, more violence, and it was going to be Hugh Jackman's last run as the character and this was the last movie with Hugh Jackman as Wolverine he hasn't appeared in an X-Men movie since um which is which is crazy to believe that um and I remember just hearing random things about it um honestly I'm not gonna lie I didn't know if this movie was gonna be any good until I saw the first trailer and that first trailer with the Johnny Cash song "Hurt," I remember it. I remember when I saw that trailer. I was watching it in math class, actually. Like I finished up my my work in in class, and I remember just pulling out my phone and I saw that the the trailer dropped for Logan, and I went, "Wait, what?" And so I started watching it. I I I, I and. I was like, "Holy crap! What kind of a movie is this?" Because it didn't feel like an average comic book film. It felt like a gritty western almost. Didn't have the vibe of the other X-Men films that we've had up until that point. So I was really excited about that. I was really, I was really excited about, about it going in that direction. Um, and I remember when it came out... I went, to the, I went with my family to the Thursday night showing... And, um, and I remember thinking at the time, wow, this is a very long movie. Um, and then only to find out that it was only two hours and 17 minutes. I was like, wow, it did not feel that it, it didn't feel that short. It, <laughs> um, um, and I remember that being an issue at first. And then when I kind of watched the movie again, it, it didn't bother me as much. As soon as I watched it again, it it just it never it didn't really uh, bother me as much. Um, uh, so, but um, any other memories I have of this movie? Um, well, I, I, I there's one other thing I want to share, but again, that goes into the, the the impact that this movie had on my life. So I I won't share that. I'll save that for last. But 
Yeah, I just remember walking out of the movie just loving it and being um, obsessed with it for a while. I, I remember, um, like, just, I I was always, like, replaying. I remember the next day at school, I went to school that, that day and just started replaying the movie in my head as, as it kept happening. I just kept replaying not just the whole movie, but the, specifically the way that movie ends. The way it ends with, well, we'll get into it, but the, just specifically the way this movie ends, I remember just replaying it in my head, just like, oh my gosh, this was, and, you know, sp- specific scenes. Um, I remember the Deadpool short that premiered in front of, um, well, let me see if I can find that Deadpool, that, that Deadpool short. Um, because uh, Deadpool... Logan, uh, shorts, because I remember there was some, uh, where was it, what, 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 oh, there it is, here it is, um, at least I, I think I found it, hold on. Yeah, so this isn't the exact same one that they showed, but this is kind of the one they put online after it came out. Um, it's it's just funny. I remember. This was just. Not on my watch, motherfucker. <laughs> and I remember this. I remember. This short, this like short little thing, it was played in front of the movie, and it just made me laugh hysterically. <laughs> because, of course, they were obviously trying to mimic the, um, they were trying to mimic, um, Superman get, getting into the phone booth. And I just remember it, it being so hilarious. And then when they re uploaded it, they uploaded a longer version of it, um, that involved Stan Lee, but the one thing I remember most, and I don't know if he's listening to this, but 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 Robert, if you're listening to this, it, I I remember this part. This is the one thing I remember most about the movie, and I don't know if that's if that I don't know what what I'm saying there, but it this is what I remember most about the movie. I remember with that clip, <laughs> um, you guys know Robert Mar- Robert the Ghostwriter Martinez, who's been on the show before, um. He edited this little thing. He he started messing with this, and he made the old guy in that Deadpool short Uncle Ben. So when Deadpool runs up to him, he's like, "Oh no! I if I'm being honest, I probably should have just called. I probably should have just called nine one one." And it just cuts to Uncle Ben and that scene in Sam Raimi's Spider Man One where Peter is like has Uncle Ben in his arms and he's crying and he's just saying like, "Oh." Ben and Jerry's ice cream. You gonna eat this? <laughs> I just remember us watching that and going, "Wow, that is so messed up." But we, we just thought, we just thought, like, "Oh, could you imagine if that's what actually happened? If 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 somebody at Fox decided to make that part of the the skit, I don't know. No, not a lot of people are gonna find that funny, but I found it." hilarious when we made when when Ro, when Robert specifically made that cool edited that clip together and and that's kind of the thing I remember most about the movie um so let me go ahead um now that I've shared my memories I'm gonna go ahead and talk about the, my thoughts on the movie and I got a lot to say about this movie guys so so kind of sit back it's kind of it's gonna be a long episode um this is gonna be a long episode and yes there's gonna be some swearing in this of course you know as with all the stuff on the Zeke Setso podcast but there's going to be some swearing here. Give me some swearing here because I'm going to talk about everything in this movie. I'm talking about the 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 language and all that stuff. Um I love this movie. I really do. Um I honestly think this movie's perfect. I think it's a masterpiece. Um it's one of my favorite comic book movies of all time. In fact, I think it might be hmm 
I think it might be in my top four. Because I have Dark Knight as my number one favorite comic book movie ever. Then I have Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse at number two. And then I have Captain America the Winter Soldier. And then I have Logan. Because at one point, Logan was my number three. For the longest time, Logan was my number three. Um, you know, my, my top three were um, Dark Knight number one, Winter Soldier number two, and Logan at number three. And then Spider-Verse came in and then took Winter Soldier's spot. And it kind of went down. But I still think that this is one of the best movies of the comic book movie period. I just think it is. Um, because I've said this in the past. I've said this in the past, and I'll say it again. My favorite comic book slash superhero movies are the ones that aren't afraid to do something different, to be more risky. You know, Dark Knight is a very risky film. Spider-Verse is a very risky film. Winter Soldier completely takes what you loved about the first one and went in a completely different direction, which is what I loved about it. Then you have this film, which basically, in my opinion, made the X-Men franchise great again. Like, not that I didn't love, like, I, I loved X-Men Days of Future Past, and I love that movie. But this to, this movie to me actually made me care about X-Men. Because I'll be honest, there was a good period of time where I didn't care about the X-Men films. Uh, you know, we had X-Men Origins Wolverine, uh, which none of us want to talk about, that kind of killed the franchise. And it, it, I, I just, after that movie, I just kind of lost interest in X-Men. You know, I really liked... Um, I liked First Class. I liked um, The Wolverine. Um, and then I loved Days of Future Past. But I, but again, we, I was like, I, don't, I still don't know if I'm in love with X-Men. Then Deadpool came out. And Deadpool kind of made me go, oh, okay. This is, this is pretty cool. I like this. And then Logan came out. And Logan kind of just made me, like I said, made me care about the X-Men again. It just did. Um, and even five years later, five years later, I have watched this movie so many times in my life. Um, I kind of know the the some of the quotes from this movie just five years later um and watching it again um so i can talk about it here um it just in my opinion it made me like just i i i just i found i rediscovered my love for this movie watching it before um uh watching it uh before today's um today's episode um and yeah, I think the performances are fantastic. Um, I think this is the best Hugh Jackman has ever been as Wolverine. Um, I think this is the best Patrick Stewart has ever been as Charles Xavier. Um, I love the the relationship between Wolverine and Professor X. I think it's a very different uh, look at the relationship, a much darker approach to it. Um, I love the action the action is fantastic and brutal there's that one moment where like right from the opening scene let's just just i'm just gonna jump right into it right from the opening scene where you know the the guys are the guys are coming in they're they're trying to take off the tire from uh the 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 limousine that that logan drives around in and <laughs> they start beating him up and they're about to shoot him and then all of a sudden um the <laughs> wolverine just comes in and like cuts off the arm of one of the dudes stabs this one guy like just in like like just stab stabs one guy in the neck and um <laughs> And just it was I just remember I remember watching it for the first time and seeing that entire opening going, whoa, because I remember everybody saying, oh, right from the opening scene, 
you you can kind of tell, oh yeah, this is rated R. And I was like, oh, what, what's happening? What, what's going to happen in the in the first opening? I was not prepared for just straight up Logan cutting off a dude's arm and then him stabbing a dude and it was I was just I wasn't prepared for that I I guess I should have been um and so the action is fantastic um I love um I love the addition of x uh, of x23 I think Laura is fantastic I think the Daphne Daphne Keene who uh who plays uh Laura is absolutely fantastic um in this movie. Um, and she's been good in other stuff too, but, um, I think this is kind of like my favorite, um, my, my favorite performance she's been in. Um, and yeah, I just, I really loved it. And I, I just, I don't know guys. I I think for, in my opinion, when I, I don't know. I I think when I when I when I think of this movie, I just think of the fact that this is not a typical comic book movie. This is a gritty western and it's essentially a road trip movie. You know, just with superhero just with just, you know, instead of it being just two average joes, um the characters are mutants. It's a road trip movie with mutants. And I love the fact that this movie kind of takes its time. It is slow, but it's a good slow burn in my opinion. Um, and I think that's what comic book movies are now missing. I think comic book movies, a lot of them are just... Mi- that's what I loved about the Batman was that it it was very reliant on... Um, on emotion and even though yes for a majority of the batman you know you know batman is more there than bruce wayne is um but it still it i just again what i love about comic book movies is when they go they take a different approach they don't go for the same old, you know, oh, the world's about to end. No, 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 this this movie doesn't. This movie has more personal stakes rather than world-ending stakes. And I feel like that's, I don't know if, if that's, see, I, I think um, people kind of criticize this movie too harshly because like I said, it is a much slower movie than most of comic book movies we get nowadays. But that's kind of the reason why I love it. It's more of a character study. We've had comic book movies in the past that are straight up character studies and not comic book movies. You know, um, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2 is a char- I would contend is a character study. Um... Uh, Joker is very much a character study. Um, uh, and this film, I would contend, is a bit of a character study. You get to learn things about Wolverine that you kind of already didn't know. Um, well, sorry, sorry, let me rephrase That you didn't know, I should say. I said already didn't know. But um, you kind of learn things about Logan that you didn't know. And you... And I love the fact that they took this character who, you know, yes, in the comics, Wolverine has always been a bit of an asshole. He's always been a he's always been a dick. But this movie, you get to see a more bitter. Um, this is a Wolverine who's taking shit from nobody. Not even Professor X. Like, he's talking so much shit. The The relationship between Professor X and Logan in this movie, the fact that they talk shit to each other, that they curse at each other, it's all fantastic. Like, I just remember watching this movie, and when, when Professor X first says, fuck off, Logan, I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> you know? And it just, it was, it was, um... 
And again, it was just a different approach to a relationship that had already been established in previous movies, you know. Um, so I love that. Um, just the 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 movie all the way around is just so fantastic. And you know, when I talked about how I kept replaying the ending in my head, I remember watching it and thinking, "Oh my god." I can't believe they had the balls to kill Wolverine. I can't believe they killed Wolverine by the end of this movie. And there's that amazing scene um, before the big final action scene where him and X-23 are having... It's my favorite scene in the movie. Him and X-23 are having this conversation. And X-23 is like, you know, uh, Laura, Laura, I should say, is, um, is looking at her and going... Is looking at him and going... Uh, where will you go? And he he says a joke. He's like the nearest bar for starters. <laughs> but then he but then he talks about you know um he says I am not what you think I am. And he and then he says I suck at this. Bad shit happens to the people I care about. And that line that Laura says at the end of the scene where she says, then I'll be fine. Oh my gosh. Talk about a scene that pulls so much emotion, that pulls so much, that has so much weight. That scene alone, it's not a very long, drawn-out conversation. It literally lasts, I think, only two minutes at the most. But it's right there. It's just like that whole two-minute scene pulls so much. It kind of reminds me, in my opinion, the, the same emotion that I feel during the Leap of Faith. Like that scene in Spider-Verse where Peter looks at Miles and says, You won't. It's a Leap of Faith, Miles. That's all it is. A Leap of Faith. And then when Miles' dad comes and has that conversation with him, which you guys have heard me talk about that a million times, so I won't retell that story. But... That scene in Logan that I just talked about kind of gives me that same feel that that scene in Spider-Verse gives me. And not a lot of comic book movies do that. There's not a lot of comic book movies that I've seen that have given me that type of an, of an emotion, you know. Um, and yeah, of course you have your Avengers Infinity Wars, which ends with... Some of my favorite characters getting dusted. And then you have Endgame, which ends with Tony Stark, you know, sacrificing himself for the greater good. But this just felt more tragic, you know. And I hear a lot of people saying, you know, which death had more impact, Logan's or... In my opinion, I think Logan's death had more impact. And the reason why I think that, and this is just my opinion, I'm not saying... Look, you guys can have your own opinion... But for me, I'm just saying the reason why I feel this way is because Tony Stark, yes, his ending, you know, the fact that he died was very sad, right? But he went out in a very heroic way. Give, You know, he looked at Thanos and said, and I am Iron Man, snaps his fingers and yes, passes away as, but he dies a hero. You know, there's a reason why they play this really, you know, yes, it's a very, it's a somber song, but they, play, it's a track, there's a track that happens in Endgame, uh, let me see if I can find it, um, let me see if I can, um, do, 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 um, there's a track, uh, in Endgame, let's see, Okay. Um, when you go to the end, uh, that that song that plays during Tony's funeral is a track called "The Real Hero," and it it's a very her it's a somber theme, but it's very heroic as well, because again, Tony's death isn't yes it it's sad, but it's more bittersweet because it because the way Tony went out was very heroic. You know, get again giving himself for the greater for the for the greater universe. You know, Logan's death. It wasn't um. You know, 
it wasn't a heroic death. It was tragic. Although, yes, he w- he went to go save Laura and her friends. You know, the way Logan died, by being brutally murdered by by his evil clone, essentially, is just... It, it 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 in my opinion felt more tragic and it, and it to me felt like like oh my gosh like this this just feels sad you know because Logan throughout the entirety of this X-Men franchise has had just tra- has been tragedy his life was just an absolute just living hell and his death is is just kind of the last thing that you know kind of makes it feel like oh, it's just that poor guy just can't can't catch a break you know um even though yes by the end of the movie he does feel that sense that thing that you know especially the thing that Charles um told him that he's been missing you know um Charles tells him earlier on in the film he tells him you know you could have a family. This is what life looks like, having a family. And it and then it pays off beautifully at the end before he dies. Logan looks at Laura and says, "Ah, oh, so this is what it feels like." And then dies. You know, and it's just again, it feels more tragic. You know, whereas again, like I said, with Iron Man's death, yes, it is sad, and yes, I do feel emotion when Iron Man dies, but at the same time, I'm also like, well, you know what? He went out as a hero, he had a true hero's death, you know, and I kind of, I, and that's why I prefer Logan's death over Iron. Iron Man's because in my opinion it just felt more tragic you know and I love characters who go through the most darkest and tragic situations and you know and also find a way to pull themselves out of it you know and despite you know all the things that have happened to 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 Wolverine in the X-Men franchise he always found a way to push through it you know that's kind of the thing him and um, Spider-Man have in common in my eyes, you know. Out of all the things that happen to them, they're always they always seem to push through it. Wolverine is a little bit more bitter about it than Spider-Man is, but the, the, in my opinion, they're kind of they kind of are the same way, you know. Um, and that's what I love about it. Um, and. Is there anything else I want to... Um, you know, some people can... You know, I I don't... Dis, like, a lot of people like to say that, you know... Oh, yeah, no, the villains are kind of weak. I can kind of see what you're saying. Because, yes, there isn't that much development to the villains. But, in reality, again, I don't really think that's the point. I don't think... I think the villains are just there to... To be an obstacle for our heroes. Because this movie is not really about Logan fighting the, the, the Reavers as they're called. You know? This movie is more about Logan fighting what he what he sees as his inner demons and he sees that those inner demons through um not just the evil clone that they um not just the evil clone that they make um uh that uh X24 I believe it's what they called uh, what they called the the Logan clone um but also when he looks at how aggressive Laura is he he sees a little bit of that darkness that's in him. He sees that same darkness in her, and then he definitely sees it when he goes up against literal and a literal identical clone of himself. You know, and I 
Again, love that. Because I love the fact that this movie is more about him facing himself. Like, coming to terms with his... With... With... What he had be what with what he has become, you know, and again, it it just it it's so beautifully done. And again, this movie isn't as <sighs> the fact that there are some people who don't put this in the top five and don't believe it deserves to be in the top five for me kind of boggles my mind a little bit. Because there are so many, because it's, again, it just takes, it takes you in such a different direction. It's what I wish more comic book movies would do. I wish more comic book movies would just go in completely different directions. Do something new. Do something different. Do something that hasn't been done before. And this, in my eyes, kind of hadn't been done in the comic book movie genre. And I feel like if there is another comic book movie that comes after this. That does a similar story. I feel like it's just going to be like, oh, that well, Logan did it first, you know. Um, and that's why whenever somebody brings up, you know, like whenever somebody brings up, oh, well, what about X-Men Days of Future Past? You don't like that? Again, I love X-Men Days of Future Past, but there is not a single X-Men movie. That give that I would want to watch more than Logan. Like, if you laid out all of the, I have um, not all of them. I don't own all the X Men movies, but I own a, a huge chunk of them. Right? I own the first three movies on Blu Ray. I own Days of Future Past. I own First Class on DVD, and I own um, uh, Logan on Blu Ray. And the Wolverine on DVD as well. So if you laid out all those movies, right? And 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 we'll 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 put the two Deadpool movies in there too. If you laid out those all those X-Men movies plus the two Deadpool movies and ask me which one are you gonna watch, which one are you gonna watch? And I'm I'm gonna pick Logan. And and then you tell me, oh, you have to keep one of the films in the X-Men movies. You have to keep one and get rid of the rest. I'm like, oh, I keep Logan easily. Because, to me, I feel like this movie, more than any of the other X-Men movies, fully 100% stands on its own. I don't think you have to have seen another X-Men. Yes, you'll have a a more deeper appreciation for the relationship between um, Charles Xavier and Logan. You'll have a much deeper appreciation for that relationship. But in in my eyes... I don't really think you have to watch any X-Men film to enjoy this one. Because, in my opinion, it really does stand on its own. And it just... Yeah, I just... Uh, yeah. So, um, kind of wrapping up my, my thoughts on it. Um, like I said, I just think it's a brilliant, brilliant movie. Um, I gave it a 10 out of 10 back then. And I still think it's a 10 out of 10. I think this movie is absolute perfection there is not one single thing i would change about this movie now i tra- i'm gonna go from there and transition into telling you guys a little story and we're about 38 minutes into the show i think it's time that i tell you guys a story about how this movie has impacted me uh in my life um and if I get emotional at some point, forgive me, guys. But and and this is gonna kind of be a long story, so settle in. This movie is very important to me because back in 2017, um, I saw three three movies that really kind of just changed my life for the better um and those three movies were um logan of course um (laughs) baby driver and a movie that everybody doesn't like a lot of people don't like this movie but you know what i don't care i'm gonna say it out loud 
Star Wars The Last Jedi. When I saw those three movies back in 2017, those three movies changed my life for the better. Um, and specifically Logan, you know, cause when I saw Logan, I remember walking out of that movie and just feeling so inspired, you know, like I, I tell the story whenever I talk about the mummy, I always, I always tell the story about how, um, that is the movie that made me want to be a director and that made me realize that's what I wanted to do with my life. And it is, but up until that point, I wasn't really doing anything as far as filmmaking goes. I wasn't making films as a kid. You know, I, I was I was writing stories. I was writing novel. I was writing really crappy novels that are just in my closet, and 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 they're completely unpublished. By the way, I've never published them because they're terrible, and I don't ever want the rest of the world to read them. Um, even though I'm proud of them, I I'm, I never want want people to read them. I think they're terrible. But um I remember coming out of Logan and feeling so inspired to want to at least start writing screenplays. And about a month after Logan came out, I started thinking of ideas for screenplays that I wanted to write. And I'm getting choked up just thinking about this. Um, this is where I, it was literally about one month after Logan came out, um, I was sitting in my room just kind of like thinking of what I wanted to do and what stories I wanted to tell. And I decided to start writing a screenplay. But again, I didn't know what I wanted that screenplay to be about until one day I was cleaning um I was cleaning my room, which is where I used to shoot my old video, which is where I used to shoot my videos. And as I was filming one of my videos, I found as I was cleaning my room, uh, I found this notebook in my in my in my bedroom closet, and you know you, you know whenever you find something, whenever you find like a notebook or something that you that you wrote or worked on in the past, you get all nostalgic for it and just start looking through through old things that you've had. That's what I did with this notebook. I found this little notebook and I started flipping through it, and I found a short story that I wrote. It was about two guys um, trying to make their first movie. And I remember reading that, and I remember thinking, this has to be the first screenplay I ever write. Now, of course, you guys know where this is leading to. Um, that script would later go on to become the film that I am currently working on right now called The Passion for Film. Yes, that is where The Passion for Film spawned from. And the only reason why I started writing The Passion for Film, I wouldn't even start writing that movie had it not been for Logan. So when I say that this movie is important to me, and when I say that... That it has had an impact on my life. I think of that day that I decided to to write this this screenplay, and the fact that five years later. I'm about to start shooting. I'm about to go in for reshoots on this movie. And that five years later, we're going to release it. 
five years later, like in December of 2022, it's coming out. And I have just been like, so when, when I, when I saw that Logan was celebrating five years, I was like, oh my gosh, I, I can't believe it's been that long. I have to talk about this movie. And that is why this movie is so important to me. That is why I watched it again in preparation for this episode. That is why it's my favorite film in the X-Men franchise. That is why it is one of my favorite comic books. Hell, that's why it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Because it just impacted my life in such a way... And gave me the motivation to want to do this. Like it. It it filled. It fueled that drive in me. And made me. Just say you know what. Fuck it. I'm going to write a screenplay. Because I just saw a movie based on one of the best screenplays I've ever seen put to film. And um, and then, of course, you know, Baby Driver and Last Jedi just kind of fueled it even more and made me kind of understand how you structure screenplays. Um, and, yeah, no, I, uh, I really do. That's why I love this movie. And that's why when people ask me, they're, they're like, they always... They always go, Zeke, why do you love this movie so much? Why do you watch this movie all the time? And it's because it just... It had that that impact. And I believe... What, if you are some... like if, if there's anybody out there... Who, like me, is an aspiring filmmaker... And wants to make movies one day... We've all had those movies in our lives... That made us want to be filmmakers. We've all had those movies. And Logan was one of those movies for me that made me want to start writing screenplays. Of course, like I said, The Mummy is the one that made me decide I wanted to do it. Like I knew as soon as... As soon as I watched that behind-the-scenes featurette on The Mummy, that's when I knew, that's when it sparked that I wanted to do that when I grew up. And to this day, I still, that's why The Mummy is my favorite movie of all time. Just based on that alone. Obviously, it's also because I love the movie so much. I just think it's a great movie. But also, it also has that impact on me. You know, and same with this movie. This movie, look, this is it the greatest movie of all time? Probably not. You know, obviously, you know, when when you ask anybody else, they'll probably say, you know, movies like The Godfather are better. And hell, hell, when you ask people about what 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 their favorite comic book movies are, obviously, people are probably going to go to The Dark Knight. They're probably going to go to to one of the Avengers films, or they're probably going to go to Spider Man or whatever. But for me. Logan absolutely, 100%, absolutely deserves to be in the conversation for the greatest comic book movies ever made. Because it just has, it 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 is different from any comic book movie we've ever had. And in my opinion, like like I said, just personally, just just again to share that personal story, it had the biggest impact on my life. It had the absolute biggest impact on my life. And I will always thank James Mangold, Hugh Jackman, for for giving me a movie that impacted me that much. And um, to this day, I still watch it. And and when I I watch the movie, um, I cry. Not just because it ends with Wolverine dying, but because, like I said... I just I think back to that day 
Then I walked out of the the movie, and I said to myself, "I'm gonna start writing screenplays." As soon as I as soon as I walked out of that theater, I said, "I'm gonna start writing screenplays." And I wrote the Passion for Film as a result. So, um, to kind of wrap this whole thing up, um, it once again, guys, it has been five years since Logan has been released. Um, if you guys have not seen Logan, and I don't know why you haven't, um, please, 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 please do yourself a favor and watch Logan. Watch this movie because it really is, honestly, when I look back on it, it is, again, one of the greatest comic book movies of all time. And I think if you're a fan of the comic book movie genre, then you should absolutely watch this movie. You know, and for those of you who have seen it, what do you think? Of Logan, what are your thoughts on Logan? Let me know. Share share your thoughts with me on share your thoughts with me on my Instagram or Twitter. Or let's keep this conversation going. What do you think of Logan? Do you love it? Do you hate it? What what do you like about it? What don't you like about it? Um, do you have any special memories with this movie? If you have memories of if this movie impacted you in some way, like it did with me. Let me know. Share. Let's keep this conversation going about Logan because it really. This is a movie that really deserves to have uh, many conversations to come. Um, but that will do it for this episode of the Web Streamers Podcast, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, don't forget once again check out. Uh, go subscribe to the podcast. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Check out the Zeke Setso website. Uh, uh, Zeke uh, Go check out my. Uh, go follow me on Twitter and Instagram, both at Zeke Said So. Um, um, anything else that I want to bring up? Uh, nope. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, and if you guys like the podcast, please make sure you subscribe and share the podcast. I think you guys should should subscribe to the podcast because Zeke the Geek said so. And I will talk to you guys later. Peace out. Hear the trumpets, hear the pipers One hundred million angels singing Multitudes are marching to the big kettle drum Voices calling, voices crying